0: Since 1987, the South Dakota Community Foundation has been bringing philanthropy to life for a stronger South Dakota by connecting generous people and charitable nonprofits in our state. This podcast features inspiring stories from donor, community, advisor, and nonprofit partners invested in creating an improved South Dakota for generations to come. Hello, and welcome to the South Dakota Community Foundation's podcast series. I am Jeff Beltkamp, the Director of Development at the South Dakota Community Foundation. In this episode, I visit with Jennifer Gross and Renee Prostralo with the Madison Central School Educational Foundation to discuss the mission and goals of their foundation, along with the role the South Dakota Community Foundation has played in their success. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, Jennifer and Renee, um, why don't you guys start by introducing yourself?
1: Hello, my name is Renee Pastrello. I am the foundation director. I've worked at the foundation for about six years. I'm a retired school teacher who wanted to get back involved.
2: Okay, so my name is Jennifer Gross, and I'm chairperson of the Madison Central School Educational Foundation. I've been a part of that board of directors for about 15 years and so pretty good history with the foundation i'm a madison native so i've lived in madison my whole life um and certainly enjoying my time volunteering for the foundation board lots of exciting stuff going on in the school district and and it's a fun time to be a part of the foundation and, and working with renee so
0: all right thank you both um Tell us about the Madison Central School Educational Foundation.
2: So the Madison Central School Education Foundation has been around for about um, almost 25 years. And we first began, it was first started because the school had received um, a donation from a, a past alum. There really wasn't a vehicle to accept um, donations and certainly not to distribute awards or scholarships or anything like that. So a group of people in Madison got together. um, Probably one of the original board of directors was Marky Phillips, and uh, she had worked in those um, in that arena for a long time with receiving and um, awarding donations and scholarships and funding. So she um, asked a local attorney, um, Jerome Lammers, if he would incorporate us or create us a 501c3 organization to accept this donation so that the family would receive the tax benefit from the donation also, which is pretty important when you talk to estate planning, I think. So that was created uh, back in about 2010. And from that original donation, the Evelyn Kruger Jones fund was set up and now Renee has awarded over 140 MHS seniors with this scholarship. I mean it's it's a pretty cool beginning. It's a very humble start to the um, Madison Central School Education Foundation. You're not talking about high dollars I mean you're not talking about anything terribly exciting but that that's our beginning. that's how we started.
0: Thank you Jennifer. Uh, Renee, would you have anything to add to that?
1: Yeah, like Jen said, we are a nonprofit 501c3. Um, we are governed by a volunteer board of directors that represents the parents, the alumni, the community, uh, business leaders, and of course, a part time director that's myself. Um, we seek funds to build scholarships, to build grants, um, leadership opportunities for our teachers and our students. Uh, we are a separate legally en- legal entity from the school district, but we cooperate with our administration um, to enrich and enhance education. We have separate scholarship funds. Uh, we have innovative and educational opportunity funds for our teachers and our staff to help students grow. Um, we also help teachers attend conferences, and we build innovation into um, our classrooms.
0: Thanks, Renee.
2: So one more important aspect of the Madison Central School Education Foundation is that we started two um, programs named after a longtime teacher, Norm Johnson. He passed away about 10 years ago, pretty tragically. And from that grew two funds that we have been building on since that time. And, And those two funds, the Norm Johnson Funds, um, help us bring innovation into the classroom, which um, allows us to give mini grants to our teachers. Um, if they want to incorporate trending technology or latest um, um, equipment, you know, makerspace, robotics, um, if teachers are wanting to bring some of that into the classroom, our mini grants help help teachers do that.
0: That's a really cool use of those charitable dollars to just invest mm-hmm. in those teachers to do more, to do better Um, kind of a way for them to try some things out before they invest, you know, system-wide across the school. Exactly. My next question for you guys is when did you first partner with the South Dakota Community Foundation?
2: So that Evelyn Kruger-Jones, that initial $150,000 that was, um, left as part of her estate to the Madison School District, that was our very first donation, And um, that we received that donation in 2001. And uh, since 2001, from 2001 to 2010, um, when we joined the South Dakota Community Foundation, we were almost non-existent. We literally had one donation. We would alternate it between CDs at local banks and try to find the bank with the highest earnings. Um, And you know how that goes with CDs, Um, We were really limited on any sort of earnings off that amount of money. It was $150,000, so you're not even talking about a really large sum of money. Um, And so for those years, we just existed. Um, In in 2010, um, we we hired our first part-time executive director. Before that, we were a volunteer board of directors that met quarterly made business decisions four times a year for the foundation based on that one donation. Um, In uh, about the year previous, we hired a part-time executive director. She started and she had gotten in contact with the South Dakota Community Foundation and really had investigated what the community foundation was doing. She was excited enough about it that she said to the board of directors, hey, um, the executive director at that time was Bob Sutton. He's willing to come to Madison and visit with us about the South Dakota Community Foundation. Would you guys be willing to listen to his um, information? We'll meet as a board. We'll have lunch, um, and let's maybe think about, you know, what what the future is for the Madison Central School Educational Foundation. So we met. Um, we met with Bob. He gave us all the information. Um, At a later time, we reconvened. You know, the the decision was definitely not unanimous to join the South Dakota Community Foundation. We had some people that were resistant to the idea of um, putting our funds with the South Dakota Community Foundation because it's for perpetuity. You do not, you are unable to get those funds back out at a later, later time if something changes or um, you you wanted to take those funds back and, and do something different with them. That's not a possibility. Um, and so we weren't unanimous but majority ruled, we went ahead and deposited our funds with the South Dakota Community Foundation. You know, in my opinion, it was the best decision we we've ever made as a board of directors. Um, now we've been we've been with the South Dakota Community Foundation since 2010. You know, it's now we're into 2022. I mean, if you ask me if I regretted anything or if I would undo anything or do anything differently, the answer would be no. We made the right decision in 2010. It's still the right decision for us today. And I am so glad uh, that we went with the South Dakota Community Foundation. Um, It allowed us to tell a story that said um, to our potential donors, We're the Madison Central School Educational Foundation. Although we only have a part-time executive director, we're a volunteer board of directors and none of us are really strong on Wall Street or um, investing knowledge, financial um, investment is not our our, um, wheelhouse. However, we've paired with the South Dakota Community Foundation and they are financial experts they do um, have the understanding of markets um, of, of how to invest and they understand returns and principles and earnings. And, um, and that allowed us to tell our donors, this is what we do, this is how we do it. Don't worry about your donation. You can trust it with us. We'll use it extremely responsibly. And, and so that's, that has allowed us to start with a $150,000 donation Now, today, our value, the value of our uh, Madison Central School Educational Foundation is at three quarters of a million dollars. How did we get there in 12 years? The South Dakota Community Foundation helped us with that.
0: Thank you, Jennifer. Um, A very similar question, but with just a little minor tweak because you talked about how the, the decision to go with the Community Foundation was not unanimous. Uh, so this question is what motivated you to partner with the South Dakota community foundation, knowing that there was that permanency of the principle, you know, that you couldn't get back, uh, which can be a hangup for some board members. Um, so what, what ultimately motivated the majority to say, this is the right move.
2: Well, after we visited with the executive director of the South Dakota community foundation, you know, we met again as a board, um, and. So this is what we were looking at. We had a $150,000 donation. With that donation, uh, the donor requested we award every student with a 4.0 or higher a scholarship. Well, you're you're eroding the principle of that donation because unless you're giving out um, $100 scholarships, you actually don't have any earnings to be awarded. So you're eroding the original donation. So we could see the writing on the wall. Within X number of years, we actually wouldn't be awarding scholarships anymore in the name of Evelyn Kruger-Jones to the 4.0s and higher because there wouldn't be any funds left. So although people were nervous on the board of directors about Um, joining the South Dakota Community Foundation um, due to the fact that we can never get that original endowment back. um, Due to the amazing growth at the South Dakota Community Foundation, you know, you're receiving, you're getting about 7% earnings on your principal endowment. The South Dakota Community Foundation will allow you to to award 4% of those earnings um, in your scholarships. So it was either continue on the track we're on and eventually erode the original donation or uh, join the South Dakota Community Foundation, uh, grow at 7% a year, be able to award 4% a year and uh, see that go into perpetuity versus eventually not being able to award the scholarship anymore. it was, it was a no-brainer for many of us, not all of us, but many of us. It felt like a no-brainer just to honor Evelyn Cougar-Jones forever.
0: Since you've joined the South Dakota Community Foundation, how have you found uh, your donors react when you tell them that their endowment will be held at the South Dakota Community Foundation? Maybe, Renee, this is one you can start with, and Jennifer could fill in some follow-up on that.
1: I think like Jennifer said, um, we as a foundation aren't experts at finance and investments. But like she said, in the past 25 years, we have grown to a quarter of a million dollars. And I think people see that our growth is um, a testament to us and who we put our trust into. And obviously we put our trust into the South Dakota Community Foundation. I think our donors, um, they trust us. And in turn, we trust you guys. So I think the donors are okay with it. They're happy to invest with us because they see our growth. They've seen us um, expanding, rising, you know, and I think our donors are, are, they trust us. And I think that's where it all begins. And again, we've seen the growth with you guys. We've seen it with the community foundation and we continue um, to expand and continue to open more endowments.
2: Yes, um, I agree. When it comes to asking for money from people, you know, because one of the first questions we get is, What is your investment plan? What's your investment policy? And we tell them, You know, we invest with the South Dakota Community Foundation, and you can give them solid results. You can give them solid answers. We grow at 7% um, earnings, we'll, we'll award 4% earnings. We never touch the principal. Oh, well, that. That's a a really good response. Um, The awards will continue in perpetuity. There's no end um, in sight for these funds that we endow with the South Dakota Community Foundation. So yeah, it's it's a pretty easy sale. uh, The the solid answers we can give people about what we're gonna do with their donation helps us get more people to donate because they talk, they communicate, um, they tell each other about us and what we're doing. So that helps.
1: And I feel like our donors aren't looking for a one-time scholarship, you know, like she said, they're looking for a lifetime honor and putting it in there. You'll, it'll always be there. It'll be a way to forever remember, you know, and forever give to the Madison S- central school district. And I think that's what people, people want.
2: know, well, Renee brings up a really good point. Um, when we visit with potential donors and we kind of tell them our spiel, we tell them what we do, we tell them we invest at the South Dakota Community Foundation, oftentimes what they will say to us in return is, okay, well, I'm going to start, I'm going to donate this amount of money and we'll be able to endow it with the South Dakota Community Foundation. But then they also say, but in the future, we'll be adding to that fund or relatives are going to be adding to that fund or there's going to be growth in that fund. and so." That is a really good point. It's not a one time, a one and done donation. It's a donation that they continue to build on through um, the next, I mean, right now we've had donors with us for um, 15 years. So they, they do continue to grow and add to those original endowment dollars.
0: Yes, when you're talking endowment with donors, it's really about their legacy. It's something they want to do now. They can start seeing those distributions and seeing the impact of their giving. Uh, but it it also gives them a vehicle that they can uh, make gifts to through their estate plan, or other family members can also make those type of gifts. And so, endowment is really about uh, uh, providing that steady outflow of distributions for their charitable goals forever. Uh, So, thank you both for your answers. Uh, Let's switch back to uh, your foundation. So, what do you love most about the work you do through the Madison Central School Educational Foundation?
2: Mm. Um, Working for the
1: foundation um, allows me to stay connected to teaching, which I did for many years after graduating college with my education degree. Um, My work hours are more flexible and I get to do what I love. I love making a difference uh, in the lives of the students and helping teachers get the resources that they need to uh, do their job better. Um, We work for the teachers and the students and I think um, that's what makes my job enjoyable.
2: Renee's office is at the high school and she's kind of become a beacon for teachers to kind of go to when there's, when needs arise and, um, and they're having a tough time meeting this goal or that goal, or, you know, they'll go to Renee and say, hey, you know, this is the situation. I really wish I could get this or that or do this. Um, And so Renee helps teachers problem solve to benefit their students. So when Renee's been around long enough, Um, at the executive director level that that teachers know who she is and they go to her with needs. And then Renee can bring those to the board of directors and kind of say, hey, you know, this is the situation, this is what we've got going on. And and we can see if we can problem solve some of that and and come up with a solution. I mean, sometimes we can't, not always, but it sure is nice. It's a really nice way to support the um, school teachers in the district to have some money to be able to be a little flexible, and Renee is very creative. Plus, she's got the educational background. She knows, she's very familiar with a classroom and how you have to operate in that classroom. You have students of different um, skill levels, you know, ways of learning. Um, She understands meeting their needs too. And you can't do everything on an individual basis, but there is some ways to help the kids in the classroom that That we're just able to do quicker with more flexibility and bring solutions into that classroom quicker than the school budget could ever allow. And it's a test plot, it's a a way to see if something will work. If it flops, fine. It's not a, you know, we don't give out huge sums of money, but we are able to help. And and also, Renee knows our donors well enough that she can put a call out or she can put a, a request out to our donors and say, hey, Would you consider funding this? You know, she understands our donors' values, their priorities, and the things they like to fund. And so from that, she can put requests out and try to get needs met. Um, We have certain donors who are into drama, arts, band, music, debate, oral and terp. Um, You've just got uh, people with different different priorities and they want to help in different ways and Renee's familiar with all of that and it's a benefit to us um, because then she knows who to ask what from and of course our donors are amazing. Um, they're just amazing and so they want, to, they want to help.
0: Yeah I'm sure Renee with your background having been in the classroom understanding the perspective of the teacher and now with the years that you've been out visiting with donors, you kind of get to see both sides and you can really be that connector that brings those, those two together. Um, as a former colleague of mine said, bringing together those with needs to those with means and making those connections, that's where the magic happens.
2: Yeah, Jeff, that, that's absolutely that's well stated, yeah.
0: So what would you like more people to know About your foundation.
2: At the foundation, we're always trying to market ourselves. That's one of the reasons we're doing this podcast is any ear willing to hear our message, we want to get what we are doing to them. Um, not everybody loves school students, students. Not everyone loves students, not everyone's really. Uh, excited about public education. Um, So we we try to get our message out to uh, the community. It doesn't resonate with everyone, but it does with some people. Um, And so Renee and I just try to tell the community that uh, we're a vehicle that offers assistance to teachers and students, um, staff at the Madison School District. And um, Our latest campaign that Renee has been working on is funding for field trips. Uh, We've named it the Active Learning Fund. So not everybody knows in Madison that the school district actually doesn't pay for field trips, otherwise known as active learning opportunities. And and so what do we need for that fund to be successful? Well, we need, a lot of small donations. Renee and I are realistic. We understand you're not gonna get people to give huge sums of money um, to us very often. it, It happens once in a while, not very frequently. But what you can do is get a lot of people to give smaller donations. So Renee put together a marketing campaign that totaled the cost of field trips for kids that included paying bus drivers that included gas and included um, the admission to the um, location where the students are going to be going it costs money for them to get into the facility um, and and those sort of things so she came up with a lump sum every year that 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 sending every child in the elementary school on a field trip will cost from that she divided it out You know, among per student, uh, the number of students at the elementary school, hey, people in the community, would you consider donating $15 to the education um, foundation to help support field trips? You know, it's just a way way to put a, a number out there that doesn't scare people. Also, most people connect with having taken a field trip as a student themselves and, Um, and if we can get a whole lot of people in the community to donate us 15 bucks on behalf of the children at the elementary school, well, that's successful, you know? So, I mean, it's just, it's campaigns, um, such as that, um, we campaign to build the Norm Johnson endowment. Um, we also have campaigns where we have a performing and fine arts fund. Um, the kids do pottery. They get to fire the clay. Um, they get to have an end product that they take home. So Renee will throw that out in a press release. Hey, you know, this, this opportunity is coming up. Anybody interested in donating? You know, so you're not asking for a lot of money at one time, but you're asking for several small donations throughout the year, you know, which, um, which also works. Um, you know, sometimes we get stuck on donors have having to donate money. You know, we don't always need donator, donors to cut a check. Um, what we've got going on right now is we have a, a local Madison person talented in wood, woodwork, and he's building us the third playhouse that we'll auction off here in the fall. So um, it could be a garden shack, it could be a, a playhouse for children, um, but by that person building that playhouse for us, um, you know, he's got time into that. Um, wood you know some products but but it's going to be a lot less money um, it's going to cost him but by donating and us selling raffle tickets um, to win that playhouse that's a huge benefit to the foundation um, this is the third time he's done this um, when we complete this this third playhouse he'll have donated or will have made sixty one thousand um, dollars on these three playhouses so it it's just being creative. Um, it doesn't always have to be a monetary donation, uh, and so we just try to think outside the box and get people excited about what we're doing and how they can help be a part of it,
1: yeah, like like Jen said, many hands, many hands make light work. so it's not like she says, not necessarily you know the amount it's just we need a lot of donors to make a big impact.
0: So when you think about uh your foundation into the future. Um, what's the dream? What do you hope to grow to in the future? What do you hope the impact will be maybe beyond your guys' involvement with the foundation?
2: Well, and just cause I've been on the board of directors, you know, for going on 15 years, I'll, I'll just say, say this. Um, when we first went with the South Dakota Community Foundation, uh, so that was in 2010, I mean, we had first invested our first endowed scholarship with them. Um, Our dream was to have $2 million with the South Dakota Community Foundation. With that $2 million, our dream was to award every senior a scholarship, and um, they wouldn't even need to apply. We would just, it would be a gift from the Madison community to the graduating senior um, here's your scholarship, tell us where to send it. We want to support you in your future. And then part of that was um, the seniors who re- received the scholarship would turn around and in the future become the donors to the Madison Central School Educational Foundation. So it would, it would come full circle. They first received the scholarship, but later in life uh, they would be donating to a scholarship. And so uh, $2 million was our goal And 15 years ago, that seemed really wild and crazy and probably beyond our dreams. But um, we just received a large donation as part of an estate. Um, And so uh, at the end of 2021, we were at three quarters of a million dollars. With this most recent um, donation, we'll be at uh, well over a million dollars. So it's it's pretty fun to see in those 15 years, how we have grown and, and, and it's just been so successful.
1: Yeah. I think, um, our goal is just to keep growing. Mm-hmm. I know that's my goal in the six years. Like we, she said, we just keep growing. Um, and to grow, we just had to tell people our story over and over again, because there's people out there that want to help, but, maybe haven't heard about us or maybe don't understand what we do. Um, so to become successful, we need to find those people who care about our teachers and who care about our student success. Um, because like Jen has said, I, I've heard our story over and over again. I sit here, and listen to her and I still get goosebumps and I, I still want to, you know, like, Oh, she, you motivate each other to do more. And, um, our alumni will help our teachers help. Um, so, um, People help because kids are our future. Um, they, 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 we need to do our best to help them succeed and become successful. And I think our goal is just to keep moving forward and keep telling our story. And we know we will be successful.
0: Yes. And in fundraising, they always say good grant making is good fundraising. And in Madison, I think if you keep showing your donors Uh, your graduates and what they do and what they go on and become and how many of them maybe will come back and invest in your local community Um, that will in turn encourage people to continue to invest and hopefully then some of those recipients will also invest so it's that circle of life in the fundraising world right
2: yes exactly right
0: thank you for listening To learn how you can partner with the South Dakota Community Foundation to bring your charitable goals to life, please find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or visit our website at www.sdcommunityfoundation.org.